cry. Shit was great. It's going to be one hell of a fucking show. It's the only way it can be. Oh, shit, I should have poured the beers after. <laughs> well, I mean, you didn't have a top to crack this time, though. I know. That's sad. Why didn't you have a top to crack this time, Because we went over there to the Big Sky Brewing Company here in Missoula, Montana, roughly five minutes from our place, and bought growlers. Which are big jugs. 64-ounce Big, big jugs. Mm -hmm. I have two big jugs. <laughs> I feel like one of those like uh, old-time cartoony guys, like the old alcoholics or just said triple X on the side of the bottle, mm. and they always blow over the... You always have the hiccups. Yep. <laughs> that, was, that was me yesterday. You're like, all right, drunky. All right, calm down, Miss Drunky McDrunk Drunk, or otherwise known as the beautiful, the effervescent Mrs. Kristen Bloom. Welcome to the Nightmare Box, presenting mistakes were made. My name is Brett Bloom, and guess what, team? We got fucking married. Today! We got married today! <laughs> we got today. married today, and we're still chasing the dream this afternoon. <laughs> That's how fucking dedicated we are. Mm. It was mm. crazy. The wedding was fine. The... The courthouse was crazy. Yeah, no, that's all we're going to talk about today, because we, we wanted to do a two-star for The Boy, and I, I don't think that's ever going to happen, so just go watch that movie. It wasn't bad. Like, as far as our two stars go, like, we both <laughs> liked quite a bit of things about it, and yeah. Brett kind of, sorry, I'm taking my headphones off, I still have my earrings from the wedding in, and they're <laughs> stabbing me in the side of the head, because my headphones are the over-the-ear kind. Um, but yeah, Brett and I both... Had things that we definitely liked about it. Um, we both predicted quite a few things, unfortunately. Yeah. But um, it wasn't a bad wedding. Or it wasn't a bad wedding. <laughs> Calm Sorry. down there, love. We, it, <laughs> it was an all right wedding. We married like three and a half hours ago. It wasn't a bad movie. You're over here doing it. It's not that bad of a dude. <laughs> it wasn't a bad movie. It was. Um, I'm, I'm going to use my cliche phrase that I use quite often. It was uh, a pretty movie. It was a pretty film. <laughs> there was a lot of pretty shots <laughs> in that movie. <laughs> but there were even prettier shots, and that's my wife. Oh my god, mm. my soul just sings up. <laughs> but we had a good day today. We got accosted by a schizophrenic. Because Brett that's attracts how... strange people. So let's walk our way through it, because I want to do kind of a, for those of you who are unfamiliar with us, uh, this one's not going to be a two-star Tuesday, obviously. Um, I'm a little drunk, so it might end a little early. It might go off completely off the rails. It might start screaming about the government. I had cheesecake, after all. Um, <laughs> but let's kind of walk through the day and then try to walk through the relationship and fucking all the struggles and triumphs that led us here. Because I got asked by a judge why I love my wife. And I was just <laughs> like, I, it's weird enough that I need you to sign the piece of paper. Now you're asking me to verbally... Tell she you? had to make sure I wasn't holding you hostage. <laughs> well, we had to sign a piece of paper blink the first time. Blink twice if you need help. Yeah, blink twice if you need help. Blink three times if you're his cousin. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, we got accosted by a schizophrenic in the uh, lobby of the courthouse today. Yeah, so no, the day kind of started off weird to begin with. I have because we were getting a... married and I slept in late. And no, because I and... I woke up at three in the morning <laughs> and then you slept in late too. Um, no, I have a bit of a restless mind, especially when like something big is coming up. So anytime I've had like a big new exciting project yeah. or I'm getting married <laughs> or anything like that, like I have a hard time sleeping usually, um, which is unfortunate because you don't want to look haggard Tired. on your wedding day <laughs> um 
But yeah, I woke up at like three o'clock this morning and I spent three solid hours just tossing and turning back and forth until I finally gave up and got up and started getting ready. And then Brett just slept like a champ. Another four hours. I was like, do I need to be up yet? Nope, fuck it. Woke up with just enough time to make breakfast for us both. And then get ready. And get dressed. Like I was to the T ready to rock and roll. Yeah, you were like, while we were eating breakfast, you were like, sorry, I'm running behind. I was like, you're not, though. I mean, you're still going to be done <laughs> still got two and a half hours. And all you got to do is throw on a t-shirt. Take a shower, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I need a solid three to four hours to get ready, and I still didn't have time to curl my hair. Yeah. So. <laughs> no, I like it straight. Like, you never wear it straight. So it was, like, new and interesting. Well, I was going to straighten it. Like I was it. marrying a different woman. <laughs> <laughs> you're a bot. He's been so mean to me since we got married. Like, I'm telling don't you. Don't deal with the positive I am, emotions, well. I am well. telling Blame you. Blame my father. This relationship is crashing and burning early. He's been picking on me. Three hours into the married. marriage, everything started fucking falling apart. He called me fat early. I didn't call kidding. you fat. <laughs> I insinuated. <laughs> no, but yeah. Um, yeah, I, I, I meant to, like, straighten my hair and then, like, purposely curl it with a curling iron because uh, it's a different kind of curl than my natural curl, and that's what really matters. I have no hair, so I have no <laughs> understanding. I've never had to curl my shit. I've never bought moose. I don't <laughs> drink a moose drool, big guy company. We drove to the flower shop before we went to the courthouse to pick up our flowers that yeah. I don't know. That lady wasn't nice. Was it, the, was it the white lady? Uh, all of the ladies that were there the day I was there were white. Oh, there was a black girl working the front. She was super sweet. And yeah, I was like, I don't understand what Kristen's problem was. And then there was like this angry lady that came out. Oh, I'm not going to say her name. I started to say her name and then I was like, no. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. She's like, were... are you the groom? And I was like, yeah. And she goes, ah, congratulations. And I was like, oh, yeah. yeah they, they, <laughs> they like, I mean, the flowers were beautiful. I flowers cannot, were fucking. Cannot yeah, complain. Yeah. And the, they were. Next level. Really but lovely gift from a family. I work friend. at Animal Control, so like you're around animal people all the time, and these are flowers people and which means like the thing that they do doesn't even wag its tail <laughs> yeah and then the day i went to pick out my flowers she was like well you, you seem like you're pretty easy to please <laughs> just like send me on it's like i oh, got there first. you're ridiculously simple yeah i got there first and she basically was like well you don't you seem like you're easy to please i've got other people waiting i was like okay she's like, well, she got a pretty woman <laughs> You should have been like, fuck you then, and gone across the street and bought like a million dollars worth of flowers. Big walked. mistake. Big mistake. <laughs> but yeah, we had to go pick those up today, and I made Brett go inside and get them, so that probably <laughs> probably set the mood off weird for you. Yeah, my whole day has You're just like, been kind of strange. Go? And then I started drinking at like two. You know? <laughs> well, we got to the courthouse, and um, that was the most interesting part. Yeah. We met a schizophrenic whose opening line was, you guys just made my day so much better or something like that. Like he was super excited. And I was like, this is a sweet old man. And then he asked if he could kiss me. Can you? Yeah. (laughs) He goes, do you mind if I kiss the bride? And then he laughed like a maniac. Can you physically describe this man? Um, so it actually took me a minute to realize (laughs) there was anything weird about him because... After asking, Kristen didn't used to work in a pawn shop, is not used to dealing with schizophrenics. Well, I worked in a hospital for a long time, but you get like briefed before you go in the room, yeah. so you kind of know what to expect. And like, I kind of laughed with him when he asked me <laughs> if he could kiss me because I was like, I don't know if we're making a joke or if we're being serious. But, um, 
Yeah, his conversation every moment after that was so bizarre. I, it honestly took me a minute to register what he looked like because initially he just yeah. seemed like a relatively harmless old dude who had a rolly backpack, and that mm-hmm. doesn't seem very intimidating. And then I realized half of his face was clean shaven, yeah, like, like the whole clean shaven, like right down to like symmetry with the nose. His yeah. whole left side was no completely mustache, shaved, no beard, like bicked down. Yeah, the, not five o'clock shadow. Like the right thing. side of his face was like Alan Watts mid acid trip in the seventies, fucking full bore. Yeah. beard. Yeah, and then I was very concerned <laughs> about what was in that rolly backpack after that. And I was like, Jesus Christ. He goes, do you mind if I kiss the bride? And I was like, (laughs) (laughs) don't move and I'm going to fuck you up in front of the judge who's supposed to marry us. Um, Mm -hmm. But then he starts going into the story about how he's been stalking six women. One of them's his sister who used to run a property that he owns, but then he sent feces from California with his 5,000 mile long arms. And I'm just staring at this dude like, I thought the weirdest part about today was Kristen becomes Kristen Bloom. And here you are. And he either thought... This is just your Thursday. You're just hanging out in the fucking courthouse. He either thought I was his sister or he thought he was stalking my sister. Yeah. Which he specifically said because I had never met him before today. I do have sisters, but... uh, he specifically said something along the lines of, yeah, and your sister, if you have a sister, was one of the ones I was talking. I was like, I, what? Who? Do I know you? It's like, you, how fucked up is the mental health care here in Montana? He was bragging about how he used to have an ankle bracelet, and he got that off now. So yeah. it's the best day of his life, and I was mortified. <laughs> well, we're sitting there, we're trying to deal with this guy, and then the judge walks out who's getting ready to marry us. I don't think she saw us right away, but she knows this dude's first name, and I can't remember his first name, but she basically walked out and was like, Phil, you can't just stand here in the hallway. You have to get the fuck out of the building. <laughs> Like, she's like, we're trying to minimize traffic. And he was like, no, I'm going over there. And she's like, then why are you over here? <laughs> like, she sees this lady. Or, like, she sees him every fucking day. It's just like. So over we get it. shit. You're admitting to stalking two feet away from a courtroom. <laughs> and then we walked into the courtroom and she was like, yeah, sorry. You just got to be that way with some of them. <laughs> It was fun, though. We got we got married in the middle of the apocalypse. There were, like, a couple of protesters outside. We had to get married inside because the protesters and the homeless and people. sprinkling and a little bit. The sprinkling rain. Honestly, I'm kind of glad we did, though, because the pavilion, I guess, that they probably used to do marriages outside was basically just right on the lawn with everybody else yeah, hanging out on the lawn. where all the other schizophrenics yeah, were just talking to themselves. Yeah, and I don't want people, like, catcalling or, like, yeah. yelling out shit. Like, it was... I had enough of a panic attack <laughs> without people yelling at us. Or yeah, I didn't us. expect it to be that way. Like, I've always had just, like, this kind of, I guess, view of courthouse weddings being, like, as quick and to the point as possible. Where it's like, do you take this person? Do you take this person? I thought it was going to happen through that divider when we went in the room and oh, handed really? over our licenses. I oh, thought really? that they were just going to be like, okay, you lawfully wedded whatever. Lawfully <laughs> <laughs> wedded whatever. Not cousins still? Not cousins? Are you guys still not married? <laughs> it seems to be all that they're concerned about as long as you're not fucking your family. <laughs> no, I knew we were going to do it in front of a judge. I, I guess I just assumed it would be way less personal, which I'm kind of glad 
It threw me off like in the moment. I don't know if it's always like it was today. Yeah, like, the judge that the judge was, was super really nice. sweet. Yeah. yeah, really nice lady, and I, I'm kind of glad it was a little nerve wracking in the moment. But I'm kind of glad she was like as like personable as she was because mm-hmm. she let us like set up a camera and record it and purposely tried to stage it. She so seemed it mad pretty. at us because like we were like, hey, sorry, this is really weird. We don't do this every fucking day. <laughs> <laughs> she was like, so why do you like her? Yeah. That was the question. She goes, so why do you love her? And What's your favorite quality? What's your favorite quality? Yeah. And I was like, she's an artist. And then I felt a need to continue talking. Where I was like, got she, a little choked up there. She makes films and like we, she stole my seat. Like mm. this lady didn't know any of the full range Context. stories. So I just started giving her like little tidbits mm-hmm. for our artistic life. And then she just goes, okay. <laughs> it, was, it was a nice moment for me though, even if she didn't get it. Cause I... Um, just like this guy is also schizophrenic. I'm just living <laughs> in a town full of fucking crazy people. Well, you don't. You're not a person. Why do you love her? She makes movies, and we make movies, and I, she appreciates what I do, and I appreciate she stole what she a chair. does. And she stole my chair. <laughs> Which is still not true to this day. You no, we'll say get that, to it. That's not true. We'll get to it. You can but, defend your chair stealing self. <laughs> no, like that was honestly kind of a cute moment for me though because like you're not a person who often like is very forthright with no i say it all the time i'm a writer i'm not a talker yeah but i mean like but when you are like it's usually like a really like intimate look at like how you're feeling so like when you do open up to me i'm just like oh wow that was really meaningful you know and like um, just my fractured brain running (laughs) over (laughs) running over itself (laughs) but like a lot of the time like I, I guess we show each other we care about each other more through our actions than words yeah. just because Brett's not a person that really likes to talk about his feelings too much and when I try to talk about my feelings to him I cause him to want to run screaming out of the room um but no that it's was not like that I have I know, panic teasing. disorders I'm teasing <laughs> but no that was that was kind of cute for me today because like I didn't expect her to ask that question either and like it was an answer that required a lot of context, so she probably had no idea what you were talking no, about. No, I could tell by her response. I can't wait to watch the video later, because the way she reacted, I was like, well, she's oh. she's not in the video. It's like, I fucked this up. She might not marry us. She hits a button us. underneath the little thing, and a security guard comes in. And a door like, opens under you, and you just drop into a, a dungeon below. You're not husband-worthy. <laughs> But no, like I, like I said, I didn't expect that question either, and it was like kind of a little, like personal answer that I mean we've talked about that stuff before. I already knew that you felt that way, but like you got like choked up, and I did not think that you were gonna like be emotional at all. I thought you were gonna be like, "Can we get this over with? Can we get the fuck out of here? Like I'm ready to just <laughs> no, go it was drink." Sweaty palms, shaky. <laughs> yeah, and you like, I don't. That was I don't know. That was really like a cute personal moment to like have. I mean, she was in the room too, but like between just the two of us, because I was like, oh. I think she wanted us to fuck in the courtroom. The problem, no, my, my my main issue no, was that didn't. I couldn't make jokes because I didn't know this <laughs> lady. Shaking my hand. So I was just like, every time she said something ridiculous, because she made me stare you directly at Kristen, I rolled my eyes. I was like, oh god. Yeah, you rolled <laughs> your eyes twice, and then you kept like shaking my hand, like trying to like be like, ah. Well, you kept crying. I was trying to make you like dance a little. <laughs> well, it wasn't bit. a bad cry. I was happy. <laughs> <laughs> but um 
We got to keep our our vows that she wrote for us, though. Yeah, she signed the them and gave them to standard us. Standard vows. <laughs> oh, rock it'd be kind of cool to frame them, though. I guess. No, I, with everything, we're gonna make a little shadow box. Yeah. But yeah, I completely choked out, freaked out, had a, a manic moment in the lobby, and then an immediate crash into holy fuck. <laughs> like I'm gonna fight everybody in this building because <laughs> I almost cried in front of a judge. I didn't cry. You Not got a choked single up, tear. You got choked up, though. I heard your voice crack. Yeah. I was like, aww. All right, well, moving on. What did you say to the fucking lady? <laughs> um, there's an honest answer, and you know that already. Um, you and I both met You're when... You're like, he pushes me. Slaps me around. God, what the fuck is this from? No. Uh, that was one of the jokes I couldn't make. You were like, he pushes me to be a better person. And I was like, and down the down. stairs. Um, no, I mean, like, you and I met, um, I feel like I can speak for both of us on that one. Both of our lives were kind of in a weird, kind of rocky place. Yeah. And um, I'd recently, or I was still kind of coming out of a nervous breakdown. A friend had recently tried to rape me. My dad was dead. Like, things yeah, were fucking crazy. I think we were both feeling... I don't know, like disheartened by life in general. I thought you were going to open up about how sad you were at that time too, but you didn't. So now I just feel well, kind of overshared. No, I don't. I don't want to make this all doom and gloom. Like I was at that phase of my life, like very depressed and mm-hmm. kind of feeling like, what's the point, you know? And um, I don't. <laughs> he's rubbing the growler on his face. Mm-hmm. I don't think suicide is ever the answer, but I, I have issues with depression so i've gone through phases in my life where i've had suicidal ideations and um yeah i i was in the midst of that yeah like whenever we first met like i was in a phase in my life where i i was in college so there was like a little silver lining of like this is a task that i'm trying to accomplish that's worthwhile to me so i had like a little bit of like just stay motivated and keep going it's got to get better but a lot of the other stuff in my life was like i i don't want to keep doing this anymore and then we met and you've never been a person who i feel like a lot of relationships where one person is struggling with a specific thing or both people are struggling with a specific thing it becomes a very codependent relationship and they Mm -hmm can't be happy without the other it's more of like an obsessive need than an actual love and like you've never especially with the technically mentally ill yeah and like i i've been in relationships before in the past where it was more codependent than Mm -hmm. anything else and um like with us you never i don't know you never treated me like i was supposed to i guess depend on you for my own happiness or like things that i wanted in life or whatever you like always just kind of encouraged me to be like hey you can do this or you can accomplish that or like just keep your head up you know keep going and like it's never been like a a militant positivity (laughs) well it's never been like a you i've we've gotten in fights because i was like you can do this shit and you're like i can't and then like you're screaming at me you're like i can't do it i'm like you can and it's like the whole fight but yeah i believe in you i don't believe in myself (laughs) i don't believe in me that's the weirdest shit you would think that somebody who's militantly positive on other people's behalves would give a shit about their own destiny (laughs) sorry no, you're fine. Um, but yeah, no, you've Drunk never... and manic. It's going to be like this the whole episode. <laughs> it's going to be like this the whole week. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but no, you've never treated me like you were the solution to my problems or whatever, I guess, for lack of a better way of no, saying it. No, mostly the like cause. 
<laughs> sometimes. Um, no, you were kind of there with me to help me figure it out. And, like, I feel like since we've met, like, I have become, like, I've always been a pretty independent person. But you like are on... a very pretty person. Oh. <laughs> I feel you like are that a was... pretty independent person. <laughs> it's comma. Grammar's important. <laughs> but no, I, I, I feel like since we met, like, I have kind of, like, I guess, like, blossomed artistically like found um like more courage i guess to pursue the things that i want so i don't don't, you know that i feel that way so but yeah that was my answer like i I feel like since we've met like i have grown as a person and it's not like you're like doing stuff for me or making me do stuff you kind of like guide me into finding my own like strength to do stuff for myself so here's the dishwasher you're a dick. You're so uncomfortable with emotions. I'm listening. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, you're fine. But no, yeah, that's my my spiel. My favorite favorite thing about Barrett. He he makes me do shit. I motivate. <laughs> Sometimes I motivate in the completely wrong direction. Sometimes I motivate us to move to Montana. Sometimes we're hanging out in a hotel room, drinking beers, and listening to the meth addict sell meth to another meth addict <laughs> i think that's why our relationship works though in my opinion because we are actually pretty different people like yeah. um, but meth makes everybody the same oh my god <laughs> you are the worst i'm gonna <laughs> chuck you off the balcony in this marriage early um no like <laughs> why are you like trying to have real feelings here you're oh, destroying go ahead. Them all. i'm sorry I'm, I'm <laughs> i love you i love you um no like we, we're like, our viewpoints, like, politically and, like, our personal viewpoints about life and stuff. Like, we have pretty different views on a yeah. lot of things. You like believe our... in the state and God and I... I don't believe in God. I think all Why do you always say that? <laughs> Why do you always have agnostic? <laughs> I have literally never said that I believe in God. No, yeah, okay, so Brett's a libertarian. I'm liberal. Brett is... I feel like a little more old school macho in some of his views, and I'm a little more feminist in some of my views. So um, there's a lot of like varying opinions on like a lot of things in our life, but like artistically, we meet in the middle quite easily. Yeah. And um, Brent likes more bloody, gory things than I do, but other than that, artistically, we meet <laughs> in the middle quite easily. But I like the fact that our personalities are so different because I am, I feel like, a bit more reserved normally. Um, and you're a bit more of a go-getter, so, like... Do you feel that way? I don't... Yeah. feel like a go-getter. Yeah, like, I mean... I, I feel like a cry in the corner. No, well, I mean, like, you have your moments, too, where, like, you feel... Um, I don't know, like, you can't do things, or, mm-hmm. like, things are difficult, or whatever. I'm not saying that you like never... Math. i'm not saying you never on the opposite end of the spectrum or i'm never i'm bipolar so like some days i'm ready to you know take over the government and then some days i'm like i can't even like get out of my bed yeah but no i I feel like big scale like a lot of our big life things that have happened have been for the most part initiated by you so you like kind of have these big plans and these big goals and stuff that are not plans that's not true you have there's big no goals. plan yeah no that's there's never I'm, a plan that's where i'm going with this actually no. there is absolutely never an abc um. it's like i want to do that now seems like a good time because i'm feeling manic manic <laughs> brett takes care of brett 
very well. Like, he does some wild shit. <laughs> but I'm still here, and I'm no, semi-successful. That's exactly where I was going with that, though. Like, no, you don't plan anything. You have big goals. Um, and I am a planner very much. So we, mm -hmm. like, when we, like have these moments where you kind of have to like compromise with each other. It's like, Brett has this massive goal. How am I going to make them this massive goal happen? <laughs> Brett has this ridiculous goal. How am I going to reel this ridiculous goal into something more attainable? So, like, Brett, you have to call the police before you detonate a vehicle on a film yeah. set. Yeah. So no, you like push me to do things I wouldn't normally do. And I feel like I help plan the things that you want to do that you would have driven a jeep across the country that would have died two hours out of the state. Yeah. <laughs> I would have just been homeless in Memphis. Yeah. I never fucking would have. Yeah. You would have made it to the state line and the jeep would have been like, I can't. I can't anymore. <laughs> I've been around since 93. I, if you would have tied me to the back of a Penske, I could last I, another year. Yeah. I, I rent a Penske with a trailer. That's yeah. my solution. <laughs> So how did it start, Kristen Pennington? Bloom? Um, Kristen Bloom? I'm still getting used to the name change. Yeah, Don't no, beat I, me up. I called myself Pennington earlier. It's gonna... Like, it's been... Bloom. If your middle name was Gage, you could be KGB. <laughs> or but Gabrielle, I guess, would be a, a female <laughs> version of that joke. But <laughs> no, that's not. I'm just Cab. Um, <laughs> Cab Bloom. Um, Cab. Nobody stole a chair, uh, you first You definitely all. did. No, okay. Seriously, I can't... Like, this is the thing that bugs me about why you stick with that, like, absurd story, is I am always late and you were always punctual. So the idea that I was... Beyond punctual. I was probably <laughs> the only person in the room. There was one other person. It was literally you and one other person. I remember me that Me and some confused 18-year-old who was like, hey, uh, I thought this started at 5.30 yeah. instead of 6 o'clock. Yeah. So, no, this is why I think your version of the story is so ridiculous, because I am perpetually late to everything that I do. You wouldn't be late on the first day. I wasn't late, but I was not there before you. You're always 15 minutes early. <laughs> so, the idea that I was in the classroom before you is the most absurd thing that anyone would ever think no, would happen. <laughs> it did. It did happen. Mm -mm. I got up to go to the bathroom. No. It's not what All happened. All right, keep rewriting no. history. What happened was... Okay, so we met in Screenwriting 2. Thank um, you, Faith. Yes, thank you, Faith. Uh, Does Faith have a last name? Uh, McQuinn, I believe? Mm -hmm. or, yeah. Famous Faith. filmmaker. She <laughs> She's awesome. We um, love you, Faith. I'm sorry I can't remember your last name, but loved your class, and it's the reason why I met my wife, so... <laughs> But no, so what happened was, let me set the record straight here. We were in screenwriting too when we met. I had had Faith literally the semester right before this for screenwriting one yeah. in this exact same classroom. And I had a screenwriting one different teacher exact same classroom. And I have not, not bad. I don't count steps or have to lock my door so many times or wash my hands or anything that, like that. But I have a touch of OCD yeah. with very specific things. And one of those specific things is if I'm comfortable with something, I don't want to change it unless I have to or there's like a good reason to change it or whatever. So I had had faith the semester before. <laughs> that you would have that chair and then you stole no. that chair. I had had faith the semester before in this exact same classroom, and I had a seat that I liked because it was ideal for working on my computer, and I could also turn and listen to the teacher and take notes and be comfortable. 
I wanted my chair back. <laughs> I am also uncomfortable with social interactions and socially awkward with new people. Like, I'm okay if I know someone pretty well, but I am very reserved with new people, and I don't like meeting new people. And I, Which was evidenced today by the schizophrenic guy. Yeah, I was like, please fuck off. Um, and the guy who thought you were a supermodel, or we'll get to that later. Yeah, I didn't want to talk to him either. <laughs> I, don't, I don't like people. Um, so I walk into this classroom... And there are two people in this classroom. There's one kid who I have no idea who it was sitting on the other side of the room. That's not the part of the story I remember. There was one other person. She's like, that guy's hot. Oh, fuck. Look at this ugly (laughs) bastard sitting in my chair. (laughs) No. So there was one kid sitting on the other side of the classroom. Totally irrelevant to me. Brett was sitting in the chair directly next to the chair that I wanted. No. Nobody had stolen a chair. You were in my chair. No. No, that is not true. Brett was sitting in the chair directly next to the chair that I wanted. And if the classroom had had more people in it, I could have written that off in my mind as being like, that's not that big a deal if I sit next to him. There was one other fucking person in the whole classroom. And the classroom seats at least 20 to 30 people. Um, it's coming back to me now. Yeah. You're right. I rewrote history. Yeah. Because so, I remember you sitting down all fucking weird. And, and I was like, I hey, how's it going? It to you. And then no. you, you gave so me this paused. long explanation, no. and I just so, stared at you, and then I started reading you my emails. Yeah. So I paused <laughs> in the doorway and had this whole internal monologue where I was like, I can't sit next to him when the whole rest of the classroom's empty because he's going to think I'm weird, she, and he's yeah. kind of no, cute. I a thousand percent thought you were trying to fuck me in the car park. I yeah, like, <laughs> I was like, he's kind of cute, so he's going to think I'm trying to come on to him, and I don't wear makeup to class or dress up for class because I am not... You're I, beautiful as you are when aw. you wake up in the morning. You don't need to. Oh, you're sweet. But no, I was like 20... <laughs> this is the like, first time I've seen you in makeup. In a while. Second time in Montana. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I haven't worn it in a while. Um, but no, like I was like 28 at the time, so I was kind of taking for granted that you were probably 21 or 22, and I was like, he's attractive. Did I look that young? Well, I just I'm an assumed. alcoholic. No, I, I smoke said... a pack of cigarettes a day. Normally people think I'm 10 years older than I am. <laughs> no, I'm I just 29 didn't... right now. <laughs> I just assumed because pretty much everybody in all of my classes were in their early 20s. I was like, he's probably like 21 or 22. I'm closing in on 30 rapidly. I look like a bum. There's... 20 other chairs I could pick from. If I sit next to him, he's going to think. 25 or 26. I think 26. 26, And I was like, if I sit in the chair next to him, he's definitely going to think I'm trying to come on to him. And I'm not trying to come on to him. I just really want that chair. (laughs) And I like stood in the doorway for way too long and like weighed the consequences of this decision. And like, I'm OCD enough that I was like, I want my chair. So I went and I sat next to him. And then I felt so awkward about sitting next to him that I had to go, so I'm not sitting I next to you. I remember that. Yeah, no, I literally, this is not a bullshit story. It's coming story. back to me now that you're explaining yeah, it. Yeah, like, this is not I a... have been wrong about the first time yeah, we met yeah. since we met. Because no. I was like, yeah, some cute girl was talking to me in class today. Yeah, no, I, nobody stole a chair. You were just in the chair next to the chair I wanted. I sat down next to him, and I, no bullshit, like, God's honest truth was like, so I'm not sitting yeah. next to you because I'm trying to hit on you. I just had this class last semester. And Kristen used to sit with like both of her inner knees locked way. inside. Like she's like just you're talking to Kristen things. and her vagina <laughs> at the same time. You're like, yeah, you're not trying to come on to me. What are you doing right now? No, I still sit that way. I'm kind of in tomboyish posture. <laughs> it's but... like the air conditioning changes. <laughs> 
No, but like I, I, I legit was like, I'm not trying to come on to you. I had this class last semester. This was my chair, and I just really want to sit in my chair again. <laughs> and then he was just like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so these people keep sending me these emails for non-traditional yeah. students. <laughs> And that like, oh, became the thing. I'm a non-traditional student as well. <laughs> yeah, that became the thing. Like, every day before class was Kristen would be all fucking giggly and not wanting to, you know, have deep conversations. And I would just read my emails to her. <laughs> like, hey, I got this one from Arroyo telling me I've got a thing I need to turn in. You know? Love that guy. Not writing that project. Don't have time for that paper. Fuck him. <laughs> Or like you started showing up earlier for classes and I'd see you like sitting in the hallway and I'd like run over and be like, I'm sit right next to her. <laughs> we'll Watch talk about, you know, like big gay Ryan. <laughs> yeah. And then uh Love you, Big Gay Ryan. We didn't make fun of you, but we gave you a nickname, so you're Big Gay Ryan. I didn't give you that nickname, that was all Brad. That was completely she's a homophobe. <sighs> no. Um <laughs> You know, and then you started subtly walking me to my car-ish after class. We would part halfway. Yeah, because I had a Jeep Wrangler. At the beginning didn't have a top at all, and then didn't have windows for like a year. But I, I so it'd be pissing down rain, and I'd be like, "Okay, well, I got to go hop in the Jeep," or it'd be fucking thirty below zero, and I'm like, "Okay, well, I've got my face mask. I don't have any windows." So <laughs> I liked that that happened organically, though. Like, I think we were like in the middle of having a conversation at the end of class. Oh, I one used day. to time it. I used to time it. I, if I could take a piss fast enough, I could walk you <laughs> like a little ways down the way. And if I pissed too long and I couldn't catch up to you, I felt sad. Aww. Oh, that's sweet. Yeah, it was built but then around you made, urine and no then, windows in my Then Jeep. you made me work so hard for that first date, though. Like we had like finally. I didn't agreed. make you work for shit. No, you You're did. just so socially awkward. And I'm bipolar, <laughs> <No>. so like. <laughs> we had like finally, like towards the end of the semester, been like texting and like had like mutually like acknowledged we were into each other, and I was like, so do you want to like go on a date you know sometime and you were like yeah you know because it was like closing up on finals you were like oh finals and everything going on i'm swamped but yeah as soon as like we're past all this and then it was like closing in on the end of finals so you want to go on a date <laughs> yeah yeah we'll get to it like you wouldn't commit to a day oh i was, I was writing, like he's not into me i was writing like three papers a day near the end of the semester <laughs> every semester i mean you saw me after you mm-hmm. you knew me and the final semester, it was just like, oh, I've got 55 pages I need to come up bag. with. <laughs> I don't have time for a conversation, let alone a dinner date. She's going to think I'm out my fucking rocker. I'll be <laughs> screaming at her about the mental health care system. But yeah. Um, it's like, you don't understand. In Hamlet, the third act. <laughs> our first date, though, Brett lived in walking... This was our old apartment that we lived in in Tennessee. Loved that apartment. Brett lived in walking... Missed the management of that apartment. Yeah, no kidding. (laughs) But Brett lived in walking distance to the Mexican restaurant, which I actually missed that, too. Um, Where I knew the bartender and all the waiters. But also chips and queso. And chips and queso. Um... But yeah, we had a first... We had a Mexican waiter who used to come up to the table and he would sing to himself in the bar. So he would come up to the table and be like, da 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 That's Italian, not Mexican. But he would sing a song and then he'd come up and he'd be like, oh, you brought your friend. <laughs> <laughs> I, I will give like, you... She's such a beautiful woman. Like he'd stand at the table and like sing his songs <laughs> yeah. when he wasn't supposed to. And he annoyed me at the time, but I love him in retrospect. <laughs> 
And Jorge, my fucking bartender. Was <laughs> I will give you credit, though. Um, the first date was kind of clever on your end. So Brett lived in walking distance to the Mexican restaurant. And our very first date, he was like, yeah, so if you want to meet me at my apartment, we'll go out to eat. I parked my car and, like, he, like, you know, comes and meets me and... The date that we're going on is to the Mexican restaurant, walking distance. She's like, yeah, I just figured we'd walk over there, you know, no big deal. And, uh, you know, get a bite to eat, have some drinks or whatever. We go over there and, like, have a bite to eat, have some drinks. And, like, the setup to that date, because you're still physically going out somewhere to eat. Yeah. Is that I have to walk back to your apartment to get my car. It's almost like it's not a quinky dink. <laughs> so then... <laughs> The, oh, well, you want to come in for another drink is, like, just natural. <laughs> it's just, like, it's hey, like, you can leave right now, or like, we can come inside. You're but... already here. Do you want to you want to come in? <laughs> <laughs> I'll grab you a drink. We can drink on the patio. <laughs> so I was like, damn, that was smooth. <laughs> saying I was a G back in my day. <laughs> <laughs> you made me wait for, like, a good hour before you kissed me, though, because we listened to so much music. Well, I'd still do that. <laughs> That's well, still, like, every me. night. It's like, it's like, hey, you want to listen to everything Elton John ever did before I, you know, try to grab your titty? <laughs> mm, I miss that apartment sometimes, though. I don't miss living in Tennessee, but, yeah. That apartment was a nice little spot, minus all the busy traffic. Yeah, the the constant police sirens outside the oh, window yeah, no, were like, fucking but, annoying, but it was a nice... They're fun memories. We walked yeah. to get ice cream. We walked to the Mexican restaurant. You walked to the dive bar, which did not sound like fun. <laughs> it was like an hour and a half away, and it, or not an hour, and a mile and a half away. So you'd, you'd walk for, you know, 20 minutes or so, and you'd be at the dive bar. And then it would start to rain, and you would have to walk <laughs> a mile and a half, smoking a joint in the rain. Just... Yeah, that one day I came and picked you up. I was like, this is actually kind of far. He walked out the way here. <laughs> no, because my old routine... Was I'd go to the Mexican restaurant and eat dinner and get loaded, like have like three 32 ounce fucking dosekis and talk to Jorge. And then I'd walk across Quesim and that's through dangerous. the field. If you're not and, familiar with Quesim, that's dangerous. <laughs> yeah, it, it's a wild. Looking back, it was not my smartest move. No. 64 ounces of beer in. I'd go over there and I'd drink a couple of pitchers and shoot pool and then walk home, smoke a joint on my way home. That's a worse idea because by then you're how many beers in? Fucking <laughs> you got to walk 50, back across Kaysen. 50 beers in a goddamn joint. <laughs> walking around going, everybody's with police. <laughs> <laughs> goddamn. It's been a hell of a ride. And then we moved to Montana. Well, I moved in together first. We moved in together then first. I did, that's a blur. Can you tell me that from your perspective? I don't know why I feel like I'm interviewing my wife. But <laughs> I'm no, drinking a growler on a podcast. That one was kind of weird. I'll be honest. Like, the way that that happened was kind of weird. All right, team. Man, we're back. Turns out you're supposed to plug in your laptop. So Yeah, especially when you're talking for like an hour plus. <laughs> so we were talking about moving in. Um, yeah. Well, not an hour plus, yeah, no, 38 I'm minutes. Making, making a joke, because our podcasts are always like an hour. Oh. Um, that one was kind of weird, if I'm being honest. Um, Brett and I technically, quote unquote, broke up three months into our relationship. And stayed broken up for almost a year, because I forgot to tell Kristen that we were together. <laughs> like, we, we realistically broke up for like three hours. 
Yeah. I was like, fuck this, I can't do it anymore. I love you, please don't leave. <laughs> if I'm being serious, there were there was probably about two weeks there where things were really kind of rough and we weren't really talking to each other very much. We it didn't was, know how to communicate with each yeah, other. Yeah, yeah, we really didn't. That was it, we try bi- to have I'm a bipolar alcoholic <laughs> and Kristen is very anxious yes, in her day to day. Very um, we'd try to have casual conversations, but then when, when we come back around to the big topics, we'd just butt heads, and, um, there was probably a two-week period Again, we there. both had a lot going on at the time. Yeah, so we were both also in college, not too. not a whole lot of fault. It was no. just stress, stress, yeah. stress, and then, there's a person I love, let me see if I can't destroy this thing. Oh. <laughs> but no, there was, like, a... We broke up about three months in, and there was like a two-week period somewhere in that time frame that was kind of rough, and I really, for a minute there, thought we're not going to make this work, yeah. yeah. And then somehow it just stopped being rough. <laughs> like, we were just like, we're just, we're being stupid, aren't we? Like, yeah. let's just stop. But then I forgot to make you my girlfriend again. Yeah, so then we were definitely exclusively... Just one night you were like, you and I aren't even dating, and I'm just like, what... I thought we, did we not do that? (laughs) So yeah, we were definitely not seeing other people for sure, but we hadn't like kind of, I guess, like acknowledged that we were specifically seeing each other either. Yeah. Like we were like hanging out and all that and being intimate and all that. Like every night. Yeah. (laughs) But we hadn't really like It's like I'm still making you dinner, you know? (laughs) Get off work at 9.30, there's chicken in the microwave, we'll eat. (laughs) Yeah, and, Don't talk um, to me. <laughs> at the end of that same year, so at this point we had been seeing each other for about a year, um, we both graduated college and we kind of had this big moment where it was like Brett wanted to go to Washington Initially, and then yeah. um, had kind of settled on Montana because it was an easier transition, had family, still loved the area and it just made more sense. And he was planning on going right after graduation. We graduated in December, so yeah. he was planning My on going. My move date was February yeah. to move to Montana. Which would not have been ideal. Would have meant going across the continental divide and in six winter. feet of snow. Yeah. Um, so we kind of had this moment where we were like, what happens if you do go to Montana? Are we still going to be together? Are we going to separate? Are we going to try to make this work? And then his plans kind of got pushed back because, um, yeah, it just isn't practical to move to Montana in the middle of winter. (laughs) And so we had a very offhanded conversation. It was not like a, well, let's decide what we're doing with our lives. It was like, well, if you're going to stay, you want to just move in together? (laughs) I was like... Yeah, probably. <laughs> that probably makes sense. <laughs> you want to give this a six-month trial run and then we'll move? Yeah, and we did, I think. And I'll slowly, slowly convince you that it's a good idea. <laughs> You're like, I want to go to Atlanta. And I was like, no, Montana. <laughs> they end in similar similar sounds. <laughs> no, I was... Hence the joke. <laughs> I was worried initially, and I feel like maybe you did to some extent. Um bottle drop uh all right i don't know maybe that was in my head i was worried that you were gonna resent me because like we signed a six-month lease and i think in your mind at the time you were like the six-month lease is gonna turn into another six-month lease and another six-month lease and another six-month lease and i'm never gonna get to go and um we had like a sit-down conversation one night after i had already moved in and you were like you have to promise me we're not going to sign another lease here. And I was like, yeah, fine. You know, no big deal. Yeah. And um, 
two weeks before the lease ran out. <laughs> yeah, two weeks before the lease ran out. <laughs> Still didn't have a new apartment. <laughs> um, yeah, no, we made it work, but I... I don't know. Like, I... I think maybe that's one of my favorite things about our relationship is I am more of a planner, but you have the guts to make big things happen. And every time I've been worried about the big things, like I have enough of a, like even short-term notice, like adapt plan, like overcome personality type that I'm like, okay, well, we can figure this out. No, when it got down to the wire, uh, denier of deadlines, Kristen Bloom over here, um, is damn good at figuring it out. <laughs> yeah. You wait the until truck. the absolute last second, then you're like, all right, I've got a Penske truck lined up for next Thursday. We've got 24 <laughs> yeah. hours to load it and get yeah. on the road. We got the truck the day before we were leaving. We were slamming boxes <laughs> in there. But, like, I I don't know. Like, all these big things that we've done with our lives, you've made them seem effortless. And it's, like, all these things that are, like, I don't know, I was stressed about or worried about. And you're just like, oh, it's going to happen. Let's do it. <laughs> Fuck it. <laughs> I think that's it's a part of my like little pseudo Buddhism, where it's like a, you can worry about a thing or you can do a thing, like but worrying about a thing that you're gonna do seems weird. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's I I think probably my biggest growth on my end since we started, or since I've gotten to know you on any level. Um, I still plan things, but I I feel like I can plan bigger things than I was planning before. So it's like, oh, I can have a production company and I can go get a master's or move across the country or we'll get married or in the pandemic. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's the whole thing that I've, I've told you from the day one. Worst case scenario, I'm not going to explode tomorrow morning. <laughs> Some people do spontaneously combust. I'll have you know. I, I think you and your mother need to sit down and have a long conversation <laughs> with a the therapist. <laughs> <laughs> the chemtrails aren't real. And you, spontaneous combustion is a problem. <laughs> for, for alcoholics with cigarettes. <laughs> people with gas leaks spontaneously combust. <laughs> Oh, but yeah, when Brett moved up here, we still didn't have a place to live. Because if you're new to the show, we had to move up separately. But uh, we made the first... Semi-separately. Yeah. Yeah. We made the drive up together, and then I had to fly back, and then I lived drive in the back. garage. Yeah, we did not have a place to live, and that was a... I guess we'll figure it out. This is kind of <laughs> scary moment. <laughs> not gonna die. And here we are thriving. And here we are thriving. And we went to the bar tonight, which preluded this whole episode. And there was a dude with a crew cut who kept looking over at us. And I was like, I'm going to have to fight this dude. After talking I thought he was coming schizo- up to talk to you. Yeah, after talking to the schizophrenic, I thought I'm about to get yelled at by a retired police officer. Like, this dude <laughs> looks like a police chief in a Batman movie with a Hawaiian t-shirt. Like, he might be a mob guy. And cut or, off short. Well, not yeah. cut off, cut off, but they were down I have no fucking idea who this dude is. But he walks up to Kristen and he goes, I think I've seen you on TV before. He's like, does anybody ever tell you you look like somebody famous? I was like, not in a while. <laughs> should have been like, bitch, I am famous. <laughs> you should have. You should have been like, me. my name's Kristen Pennington. I make a lot of movies. Kristen Bloom. It's now. Kristen Bloom now, but we need to switch everything over. You're known as. If Tarantino changed his last name, we'd all be fucked. We'd be like, where's Quentin? <laughs> <laughs> Where in the world 
as Quentin Tarantino. Where that that's my next movie. He's only supposed to drop one more. I don't know why I'm derailing this in this direction. Uh, He's only supposed to do one more film, and then he's supposed to call it quits. Hmm. Because he gave himself like ten films, and he's on film number nine. So like his next one's supposed to be the last one. And that would be a really good name for a documentary about Quentin Tarantino post-career. Where in the world is Quentin Tarantino? Uh, ripping off the Carmen Cindy I know. title. I, I, um, I caught that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, love. Oh, no, wait. What else you got? Yeah. Like, no, this is the, the Love Gush podcast. This is the Wedcast. Yeah, no, minus weird dude at the bar who thinks I'm famous. Uh, Brett and I were giving each other a hard time at the bar, and I asked him a question <laughs> about a film thingy, and he knew the answer. I know what Aperture he means. He listens to me, guys. <laughs> so he can talk shit all he wants. He cares, deep down. I do. No, <laughs> I, I pay attention. <laughs> selective with what I give a shit about. <laughs> I was um, like, oh, I'm going to get him. And then I was like, oh, shit, he knows. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like we we, we hit dead air. Are we ready? <laughs> you ready to go make steaks? I might be a little Celebrate too drunk. Celebrate our wedding. God damn right. I'm ready. I love you, Mrs. Bloom. And I love you, Mr. Bloom. And I love you guys. And we will talk to you on Friday. Hopefully about something productive. I'll try not to be this drunk. Fuck <laughs> it. Today I married the woman that I've been looking for my entire life. Whose voice is like a song. And I'm still trying to figure out how to write a vowel. So, I don't know. <laughs> but you guys, you guys have fun. All right? Love you. Love you. Bye-bye, you motherfuckers. Do we sing a song? Do we know any songs? Uh, Head, shoulders, knees, and toes? Head, shoulders, knees, and toes. Knees, and toes. <laughs> oh, pain in my lower back. Lower back.